Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Classic Wrestling Pay-Per-Views. Yes, I am doing another watch-along because I had so much fun doing it for WrestleMania that I decided to do it for this one as well. And for this one, I'm checking out the first ever three-hour pay-per-view for ECW. ECW is barely legal in 1997. And I have never watched it before at all. I haven't watched one match at all from this pay-per-view ever. Not on any of the, e the ECW compilation DVDs that they had in the past, uh, and, I mean, I, obviously I've seen the highlights of it on the Beyond the Mad documentary, and the, uh, Rise and Fall of ECW documentary as well, uh, but I've never seen the pay-per-view itself, and, you know, a little history lesson, the pay-per-view almost didn't happen, because the infamous mass transit incident that happened in 1996, where New Jack scalped uh, in a, a wrestler that went by the name of Mass Transit, who Mass Transit rather, who lied about his age, and you know that's been documented several times, uh, including on the uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode with New Jack. Which, if you haven't checked out Dark Side of the Ring or, or any of the episodes, not just the one with New Jack or any, just any of them, please do so right now. You can check them out on on YouTube. Uh, I actually have a playlist for Dark Side of the Ring saved on my channel. Actually, I don't know if I have it posted on the channel, but I do have a playlist of all the episodes from season one and season two up to this point. So I'll include that in the description uh, for this little episode here. Now, this is a two hour and 42 minute pay-per-view according to the time or timestamp that's on the WWE Network right now. I have it paused. I haven't started it yet, but I just wanted to give the heads up about it. Um, cause I don't know if anyone who's going to be checking this out is going to actually want to watch along with me. Um, probably not, but if, either way, you know, we'll all have fun with it together. Um, the only thing is that I'm starting it right now. Um, thing is, what well, the thing that I'm not going to enjoy about it is, uh, how they're, they're, they're not going to have the original entrance music that a lot of them had back then. Like, you're not going to hear Enter Sandman for Sandman's entrance. Uh, you know, Come come On and Play by The Offspring for Raven. Um, uh, you know, and I understand it's it's a licensing issue, so WWE can't have that, so they're going to dub it with generic music or, like, WWE theme songs for some of these wrestlers. Uh, which, I mean, that's fine. I, just, I don't mind it, but it's just, you know... That's the thing I don't like, that I hate about the WWE you know, network having the old ECW stuff, not having the old entrance musics. Uh, but yeah, we're opening it up right now. It's, uh, Joey Styles in the ring to, to greet the fans. And, uh, the, yeah, I loved ECW back then. I didn't watch all the shows, but I did used to watch when it was on syndication on, at 1am Saturdays going into Sundays on the MSG network when I still lived in Queens. That was a lot of fun. When we used to have, uh, block parties, uh, during the summer, uh, alright, uh, alright, we got the Dudley Boys coming out for the opening match, I guess, uh, ECW Tag Team Champions with Sign Guy Dudley, who, uh, would go on to be Louie Dangerously, Dangerously, uh, later on in his ECW career, so, you know, uh, uh, let's see, what's going on here, alright, Ah, oh, the ECW Arena, Philadelphia. 
And I, I always thought it was funny how the the ECW tag team titles were basically the the plate was like it was basically the Intercontinental Championship, but just it said ECW and it said tag team on there. You know that that's the, that's the thing I've always found interesting with you know, the championships that you would have championships that look like other championships that you're more familiar with. You know, like I mentioned when the, in the WrestleMania how the, the WWF tag, World Tag Team titles looked like the NWA had world title at the time which uh, i'm just fascinated by stuff like that you know and and the ecw television title looked like the winged eagle wwf title for a while as well so uh, you know just stuff like that i find fun all right uh yeah the dudley boys yeah uh, uh, wwe hall of fame team uh, and TNA Hall of Fame team as Team 3D. You know, the only tag team that's in both the TNA, or sorry, Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame as it is now, and in the WWE Hall of Fame. Actually, a lot of WWE Hall of Famers that are in both of them. Sting, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, the Dudleys. So that's five. Uh, and they were the heels. So they're shitting on the fans right now. That's always cool. Yeah. <laughs> Devon. And Devon still pretty much looks the same now. You know, I guess that's true. Black don't crack. <sighs> and they're not wearing the the classic ECW, the classic Deadly Boy tie dye with like the blue and all that stuff and the green and, and it says Deadly Boys there. Um, yeah, they're wearing just generic tie-dye in their black coveralls. Uh, and they got the intro package right now with the the classic ECW theme song. Uh, ECW theme song is so freaking awesome. I love it. It's one of the best theme songs of any wrestling company that has ever produced. Uh, oh yeah, and I got my popcorn again like last time. Because, you know, yeah, I, I gotta have, I have something to snack on. I can't just sit here and, and starve myself for almost three hours. Uh, and anyone who is joining me for this, I do appreciate it. And thank you very much. You know, we're in this together. We're going to have fun. Oh, yeah, there's Francine and there's Buell McGillicuddy. That's, you know, they're quite lovely. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had a few, you know, small interactions with Francine on Twitter. She, she's she's quite lovely to, to talk to. Yeah, yeah. I am one of those kind of fans. I, I am a mark when it, you know whenever a wrestler, you know, tweets me or retweets me or likes one of my tweets. I'm Jerry's Joel Gertner, the 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 an ECW legend. <laughs> yeah, clean, he's clean shaven. I'm not. I, I'm not used to him being clean shaven. I'm always used. To, I've always known him. Having the thin goatee. He looks he's much shorter here than I remembered. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying not to head the volume up too loud because I don't want anyone to I don't want to get potential copyright strike on this. You know, it I mean that it wouldn't necessarily get my you know, get the video pulled, but you know, just a strike means that if I get monetized, I won't make any money off of this. Now, yeah. and it'd be nice to make some money off of these videos. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Dudleys. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if, if I was able to find the, the old ECW Dudley Boy t-shirts, I could easily do a, a Bubba Ray Dudley cosplay if I get to go to, to like, WrestleCon or some shit. Because, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm husky like he, like he used to be, so I would just need to get the, the black glasses, uh, put the tape on the middle, and get some, some, uh, denim overalls, some, some, you know, black and white wrestling boots, and, yeah, and do the stuttering as well. Trying to listen to the music, see, see if it's the, the actual music or if it's dubbed music. Uh, sounds like a dubbed music. Uh, but yeah, it's the Dudleys taking on the Eliminators, Cronus and Perry Saturn. Uh such a shame how what was happened with Perry Saturn and his his financial issues and his health issues that he's had over the last couple of decades now, you know, because he, he he was you know such an you know amazing wrestler and you know, and he, he had he he had so much potential when when he came to WWF in two thousand and just and he only all people remember him for in his WWF run is is Moppy, and you know he embraced it he had fun with it but just. You know, remembering him in ECW and then WCW, it's a, it's a shame that, you know, what what became of him, you know. Alright, match is underway. Let's see how this goes. Like I said, I've never seen any of these matches before, so. Yeah. Oh, powerbomb on Cronus. Ooh, and a headbutt from Devon. Mm. Yeah, kick out at two by Cronus. And, of course, with, the, with it being ECW, there's no... That no one gets disqualified for anything. It's just whatever happens, happens. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Devon going for another pin and gets interrupted by Cronus. falls already in the f- first couple of minutes of this match. Yeah, but hey, that's what ECW was known for. Fast-paced, high-impact action. Ooh, oh, that was cool. <laughs> and Perry Saturn showing, showing his athleticism. And I'm not used to Perry Saturn here, you know, n- not having that much, you know, of, uh, tat- having very little tattoos, because I'm so used to him with the ta- how with him being so heavily tat- tatted up that he was later on in his wrestling career. Mm. Ooh. Oof. Kick to the front and the back of the head of Neon. Oh. And Bubba thrown into the corner. Ooh, an elbow to the gut, punch to the face. Ooh, super kick, you know. Double super kick long before the Young Bucks made it their thing where that's like every other move that 
Maybe forget the move is the super kick. Yeah. Yeah, that's why their theme song is Super Kick Party. Alright, press slam. Well, sort of press slam. Oh, both on the top ropes. About to do a. Oop. Yeah, kind of like the. The Alexa Bliss's move, the Twisted Bliss. But, you know, done by them. I don't know what they called it, though. And now, now they're you know, yeah, trying to trying to milk it right now. The terminology I learned from the, from watching the movie The Wrestler, you know, powder out of the ring and you know, milk it, go go a little little old school as they, as he said it. <laughs> and then looking like the Lemonades are gonna do a nice dive off over the top rope. Oh shit. That was cool. Never seen that before. <sighs> I wish I had an ECW t-shirt with the old ECW logo. If I had one, I'd be wearing it. Instead, I'm wearing this gray shirt that you guys can see on camera right now. Oh, and another springboard backflip. <laughs> and Devon with the oversell. Just flat on the floor and he's... <sighs> Like I said, I, I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm too quiet on this, but I'm not I'm not used to doing watch-alongs. I suck at them. You know, I'm not I'm not a professional. I'm not like you know Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson, where I have notes that I can talk about other shit that that was going on while watching this. All I can comment on is what I see. Ooh, springboard back elbow into the corner. Well, let's see what's gonna go on now. Let's scoop on to Bubba. And Saturn up to the top rope, and a uh, ooh an elbow drop. Mm. He he did Saturn did have a good a great elbow drop. Now when I used to wrestle my brothers, way way back, you know, I used to do an elbow drop as one of my big moves. <sighs> good times. Oh shit! It's a, a lot of moves that. I've never seen before and haven't seen since then. Hmm. Yeah, but hey, that's that's the great thing about getting to watch these pay-per-views for the first time. I'm seeing things that I never knew ever, had ever existed. Oh shit! Oh, that was now that was cool. That was a cool springboard move from Saturn. You know, like he, like Bubba was laid flat in the middle of the ring, and it's Saturn. He he runs up one leg off the second rope, then up to the top rope, and then a moonsault off the top rope. Like he literally like like boom boom, boom. oh Cronus is on the top rope now about to oh four fifty on the Devon yeah and I, I don't know I don't remember any of the matches of who won what match I only know who won the main event but that's it but yeah it's this this, this is a fucking fun match wow. Yeah, but it's ECW. They very rarely just ever disappointed me. Ooh. Uh, and another 
kick to the front and back, but instead of the head, it was right into the chest and the back of, of Bubba. Oh, oh, there they come, the signature move. There they go. Ah, new tag team champions, the Eliminators, yeah. Oh yeah, the, the ECW ring announcer. Yeah, I don't know how, how well you can hear any of this. I'm, like I said, I'm trying not to have the volume too loud. Uh, but you know what? Fuck it. If I get a strike, I'll fight it. <laughs> mm. Mm. That was fun. That was that was a, that's a good match to start this pay per view off with. <laughs> and there's Joel Gertner back in the ring now. Saturn and Cronus, they're gonna get him now too with the with that with that with that with their kick. I don't remember what they call it. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I suck at this kind of shit. Let me leave the cord right there so I don't have to keep holding it. All right, and it is 2:07 a.m. that I'm recording this, so that's fun. And it's actually Easter Sunday that I'm recording this, so. Oh, there they go. One. There they go. Right on to Joel Gertner. Fuck him up. Good. Yeah. Drink my Pepsi in my little Taco Bell cup that I've had for a while. Like I said, it just, it just kills me that the, EC, the ECW Tag Team titles had the same design as the Intercontinental Championship. The, 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 most, the, the most beloved Intercontinental title design from WWF. Mm. And there's Joey Styles when he had the, the bigger glasses. Because now he wears the glasses more like these. But back then, he had the big glasses like that. Kind of like the ones that my daddy used to wear. <sighs> and he's talking about the the main event later on, the where it's the the, the three way dance with Stevie Richards, Sandman, and the legendary Funk, where the winner gets a shot at World Champion Raven. Yeah, and that's the only those are the only matches that I remembered who won. Oh, and they got a video package now. And they're playing the, the generic version of Ender Sandman the, instead of the actual Sandman song. Because again, you know, it's a licensing thing. Even though WWE has a good, you know, relationship with Metallica, I wish they would figure it out so they can get Enter Sandman on the network. You know, because they had, you know, Now That We're Dead... You know, as Undertaker's music for the Boneyard match at WrestleMania last week, which was fucking awesome. Loved that match. That was one of the best things I've ever seen, ever. Um, yeah, I would even say I would even say that I enjoyed it more than any of the Matt, Broken Matt Hardy deletion matches. And the Firefly Funhouse match was pretty fucking fun as well. 
Yeah, even though it wasn't really a match match, but it was fun. Uh, Andres Chris Candido with the his arm in a sling. That really sucks. Eh, he's another one, you know. So, so, such a great wrestler. It's so much potential. and uh, Life cut short in 2005. Dying of, dying of a blood clot. That's really fucked up way to die. And he's talking about how the a year earlier he was winning the tag team titles at WrestleMania with with Tom Pritchard. Which yeah, you know Skip and Zip the Body Donnas winning the WWF tag titles uh, against the Godwins in the the free for all, you know, which was the prelude to the kickoff show, uh, as we know it now. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not in the Hall of Fame yet because you know so many wrestlers that. Have done have done less than he did that are in the Hall of Fame. Like Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame. I mean, nothing against Coco Beware. I loved them when I was a kid, uh, but that was you know in retrospect I realized that's mostly because I love the Bird Frankie. But yeah, Chris Candido had a much better career than Coco Beware did, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. That's so I, I call that's that's bullshit. It's my opinion. <laughs> And he's talking about um, the Stevie Richards and Terry Funk and Sandman and the and the have being in the three way dance later. Hmm. Oh, here comes Lance Storm. Oh yeah, I remember this is the match: Lance Storm and Rob Van Dam. Van Dam was the replacement for for Chris Candido. And Lance Storm is when he he had the the flat top buzz cut, but then he also had a little blonde ponytail in the back, which is just weird to me, because it's Lance fucking Storm. He's got a, he's got the, the 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 dark haired you know buzz cut flat top, and then a little blonde thing right there. Yeah, yeah, he's another one. The his theme song was the. A white zombie song, and obviously they can't use that on the network. Yeah, well, I don't know if he the white zombie song he had it here, but he definitely had it later on when him and Justin Credible were the Impact players. You know, something like like El Phantasmo, something Chicken Plastorama. Yeah, it's been a while since I've listened to it, so I can't. I don't remember the name. But it is a great song. Yeah, and I don't know if Van Damme's theme song was "Walk" by Pantera at this time, at least. Cause I know Pants Pan "Walk" was his big th ECW theme song, and he had it when he was a television champion. Right. And actually, now that I remember it. I did watch this match. I think on the um, the the it was the first ECW DVD that came out after the Rise and Fall DVD. 
you know. And I remember, I I remember liking it, but you know, it's, yeah, this this is the only other the only ma match that I actually remembered watching. I don't know. I don't think it was, I don't know if it was on that. It was. I don't remember if it was on the ECW DVD or if it was on the Rob Van Dam DVD that WWE had. Uh, either way, I I have seen this match, so I do remember how this goes. Um, uh, it is kind of weird seeing RVD without without his fist taped up because he was a last minute replacement uh, for Chris Candido in this match. Uh, see, Van Dam, he's another one that I like. I said about Brutus Beefcake on the WrestleMania watch along that that I'm surprised WWE hasn't done like a full fledged documentary on him. Because they did one for Bischoff, they did one for DDP, they did Sting, and they got Undertaker's Last Ride, you know, documentary series that's going to be coming out soon, which that looks pretty fucking cool. And I'm guessing it's, you know, because he's finally going to retire, retire for good, and not not not, not continue to do these Terry Funk retirements. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've actually seen this match, so I don't remember how the match itself goes. I just remember who won. And Lance saw him wearing black and blue. Yeah, I'm so used to him wearing red that it's kind of weird for me to see him wearing blue. Somersault plancha over the top rope. Uh, one of his signature moves. Yep, and right on the concrete floor, the ECW didn't have any mats out there when they were in there in the ECW arena. But when they performed in New York, they had to have mats because it was you know, a regular, uh, a man, a regulated mandate from the New York State Athletic, Athletic Commission, supposedly. <sighs> Mister Monday Night, Mister Pay Per View, the whole fucking show. Up, slam, split leg and moonsault coming up. Oh, no, I guess not. That was just a regular leg drop. That was weird. Never seen him do it like that before. Yeah, he, he, was, he was in position like he was going to do the split leg moonsault. Yeah. And I remember a little bit after this time is when uh, Jerry Lawler brought him on to, to Raw's War as as Mr. Monday Night. Uh, it was, the, you know, during... You know, Jerry Lawler's, you know, war against ECW, extremely crappy wrestling, as he referred to it. You know, because this is when ECW had had, had started their working relationship with, with WWF at the time. Oh, um. Oh, Lance Storm misses the, the plancha over the top rope. Yeah, that, that blonde little ponytail is annoying me so fucking much. I wish I could just reach through, through the screen and just yank it off. <sighs> I've seen the, the BWO t-shirts in the audience. I need to get one of those from, from the Pro Wrestling Tees. Because I, I think they have both versions. The, the, white, the, the white shirt with the blue letters and then the blue shirt with the white letters. Which that's, a, that's another you know, easy cosplay that I could probably do. You know, uh, as, as Blue Mini, maybe. Not so, not so sure how willing I would be to do the blue hair. <laughs> yeah, and wearing the the Daisy Duke shorts like he wore. <clears throat> oh, RVD's got got himself a steel chair. 
You know, all kinds of possibilities with that one. Yeah. yeah well, he just dropped it flat on the floor, so I don't know. I also just noticed that the kick pads that Van Damme's wearing, he has the... Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was just... I'll start commenting that he had, like, the little the little fringe tassels on, the, on his kick pads, but... Yeah, it caught me by surprise because he took the steel chair and... Boom! Right into Storm's face. And, obviously, you know, with the, you know, knowledge of concussions and CTE, can't do that now. Oh, is he going to come up with another one? Is he going to do what they call the skateboard? Up, oh, yep, that's what he did. Yeah, if you don't know what I mean by the, doing the skateboards, he has the chair in his hand and he runs around and then holds it, drop kick to the corner. Yeah, yeah you know, if, you, if you're watching this and you're an ECW fan, you, and it, or especially an RV, RVD fan, you already know what the move is anyway. <laughs> Oh, last time I'm trying to make a comeback. Yeah. Double underhook and face buster. Yeah, another that's another signature move of Van Dam. Oh, is it gonna go for the five star frog splash? Yep, five star frog splash. But he's not going for the pin. Alright, he's going for it now. Oh, and Lance Storm kicked out of it. Yeah. I guess at the time, that wasn't his finishing maneuver. Because, you know, when Van Damme did the five-star frog splash, that was it for the match. Ooh. Came in again with the steel chair and launched it right at Lance Storm's head. Huh. Yeah. I would love to meet Rob Van Damme. Because... He just seems like a fascinating guy to just sit down and have a conversation with. Oh shit. Ooh. Dropped right on his face onto the chair. Lance Storm to RVD, that is. Ah, so many, you know, so many awesome shirts in their audience that I wish I had. ECW shirts and... Sandman t-shirts, and Raven t-shirts, and BWO t-shirts. Ooh, spin kick from, from Lance Storm. Goddamn, that pl that blonde little little rat tail is pissing me off. Boom, splash into the corner. Oh, springboard uh, clothesline. Yeah, that's cool. I forgot that Lance Storm could do that. And a kick out. And, oh, there we go, the, the Calgary Crab. And I see, that's what he calls it, the Calgary Crab, where sends them to the, to the, off the ropes, rolls them into the crab. Which is always one of the coolest ways I've ever seen anybody get into that move. Yeah, and I think I think he's the only person that I've seen do that. I don't. I could be. I could be wrong though. You know, don't take don't take my word as gospel. Not that any of you would. 
This match is going a lot differently than I remembered it. Uh, but like I said, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. You know, over a decade. So, like, at least 14, maybe 15 years. Because that RVD DVD came out in 2005-ish, I think. Like, late 2004, early 2005. It was a little bit after the Rise and Fall of ECW DVD came out. Ooh, how about a steel chair? Hmm. And I also think that I remember that one last one would swing the chair onto Van Damme. It was a very weak, just... Eh. Oh, shit. And like I said, there's a lot of stuff in this match that I did not remember at all. The only thing I did remember was... Last song when he would hit, try to hit RVD with the chair over the head, it was a, just a, a simple. Huh. Ooh, elbow. <clears throat> I, I, for, I forgot how how big RVD's thighs were. Like I, I can, like I can't stop looking at them. It's, I know it sounds weird, but it's just you know, if 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 you remember how RVD you know looked when he was in his peak physical shape. You remember that he, he had some really big thighs. And already kind of fucked up on the springboard elbow that he was doing. And the, the ECW faithful are letting him know that, but the chanting of you fucked up, you fucked up. You know, this is actually inspiring me to, well not really inspiring, but just getting me, you know, really wanting to watch the Rise and Fall documentary again. Which, I still say it's probably the best documentary WWE has ever done. It's, my, it's one of my absolute favorites. So remember, I got the DVD. My brother got me the DVD as a Christmas gift. There you go again with the with the weak chair shot. The fans are letting him know that they they don't approve of it. That one's a little harder. Uh, but here we go. Fandaminator. And then a quick little little moonsault for the one, two, three, and Rob Van Dam gets the win. Uh, this generic music. I'm trying to figure out what the what the song is supposed to be, you know, based off of. Because, like I said, I, I know "Walk" by Pantera was his theme song when. He, you know, when he was television champion, but I don't remember what his theme song was at this time. I should probably look it up. I know a lot of the ECW guys had more than one theme song. Like, Sandman didn't always have Enter Sandman. He had Surfing USA by the Beach Boys as his theme song for the early time in his career. And Taz, that his one of his early theme songs were was a War Machine by Kiss. And RVD, the, the promo, I remember the promo that he cut here where he, you know, I, I guess he shoots on how frustrated he was.
Yeah, I remember. Yeah, because RVD was kind of a heel-ish at the time. Yeah. See, see, when I really spoke like this in his promos, I thought were more, much better than than the simple "Hey, dude, that's cool." Which I understand that's kind of how he is in real life, because you know, you know, RVD four twenty for you know for exists for a reason. You know, but when he gives like the impassioned promos like this, I love them even more. It's worth more money here. I remember this part from the promo. And Rob Van Dam is worth more money elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I remember some of this stuff. I do. I got a six-man match coming up now. Also, they're gonna have Japanese and and lucha wrestling. Hey, great Suzuki, Grand Hamada, Grand uh, Takamichi Noku, Dick to Go, and Terry Boy. I don't know who's Terry Boy, but I do I do know Dick to Dick to Go and Takamichi Noku and Grand Suzuki. Yeah, this is gonna be a fun one because I, I I do remember loving Takamichinoka way back. Yeah, more of that generic promo music. And like I said, I I, I wish WWE because I mean they, they they do have a lot of money, and I remember I actually got into an argument with, with a guy on Twitter uh, about how much money WWE is actually worth. You know, but you know he was from India, so he doesn't he didn't understand the economics of the United States, so. I can't completely fault him for that, but you know it was it was it was fun arguing with, with him about that. Mm. But you know I feel like WWE would have enough money to do the, to pay for the licensing for some of these songs, especially again especially like Inner Sandman because they have their relationship with um, with Metallica, so they should be able to pay for the licensing of uh, <clears throat> sorry pay for the licensing of that song to. Use it for Sandman on on the ECW shows on here, because yeah, especially like the one night stand in two thousand five, when, when I have the original live broadcast when Sandman comes out to enter Sandman and he makes that entrance was awesome, and hearing the generic you know version of it that, you know it's not as good. Uh, yeah, dick to go. Takamishi no ku, or as Jerry Lawler said it, Takamishi no clue. And Great Suzuki. Uh, and. <laughs> Man, I remember they actually, they actually had him 
uh, Suzuki and uh, Taka, they had a match at the Canadian Stampede pay-per-view later that year for WWF, which that was a great pay-per-view. Yeah. And that was just an in, a, a, a B-list and you know in-your-house pay-per-view, and it's one of the greatest pay-per-views WWE ever had. Especially the main event, the Heart Foundation for versus Austin, LOD, Goldust, and Kid Shamrock. Ah, shit, things, fu fucking thing is buffering now. Yeah, but it happens around this time at night, so, you know, can't, can't complain too much. Um, fans and their streamers. <laughs> Even back then, they loved the streamers. He still wrestles now because he has he has his his wrestling organization in Japan, so he's still doing all right. And he's another one that I'm, that I'm surprised hasn't been put in the WWE Hall of Fame yet because he always he, he always had a good relationship with WWE. You know, he he my understanding at least he didn't leave on bad terms. You're gonna even got a Japanese referee in this one. See how this match goes. Didn't even know that this match was on here. Hmm. Alright, Grand Hamada, the, the 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 senior of the of the of the of this uh, of this you know match. <laughs> Alright. Sorry, I keep touching my face, I know I'm not supposed to. You know, for all the other COVID nineteen guidelines and stuff, you know, have me on with my face itches. I touch it. Ooh, that looks good. Yeah, they say sneeze and cough into your elbow. Don't touch your face, your eyes, or mouth. Well, you know what? And what am I supposed to do if I have an itch? Just let, just leave, leave it alone, and then let it irritate me for for the rest of my fucking life. Ooh. Not even gonna try to pronounce that. Th these some of these guys' names. The only ones I know, like I said, Dick, T Dick Togo, Takamishinoku, and Great Sasuke. Or Sasuke. Oof. Sasuke. Yeah. I do love how you know, Ta Taka and his team are all wearing BWO t-shirts and they're all dressed in blue so uh, I guess I guess they're considered honorary members of BWO <laughs> yeah because remember you know and the NWO at the time had pretty much Two, th two th you know, th all three quarters of the WCW roster, part of the NWO. So I guess you know BWO could do the same thing. You know, BWO has their their Japanese uh, se sector or chapter rather, you know, like a fraternity. All right, this is a good match so far. Not too many crazy spots have happened yet. But we'll see. 
It's still fairly early. It's only been about like six minutes. Taka is because he still looks more or less the same now. I mean, now he he's, he's a little more buff from some of the pictures I, that I've seen, but I have no idea how old he is. I would assume maybe late 40s, early 50s, but who knows. You know, like, because Japanese and Chinese and others of that, you know, bracket of, you know, ethnicity or whatever, I kind of, kind of like, you know, like a lot of them uh, they they age at a slower pace than 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 other people do. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ouch! That hurt. Ah oh, shit. Yeah, well, it's fell on the floor, so it goes in the trash. And I made it in the trash. Yay. Oh, another press. Oh, caught him on the shoulders. And, uh, what a kanarama. Oh, and the head scissors. Oh, and into an arm drag. And Taka runs into. You know, take over for his team. Oh. oh, another arm drag. Ooh, man, Japanese—they love—they love slapping each other, and and when they slap, it's no joke. When they slap, they're trying to kill you. <laughs> Throw an armbar, and Taka comes in and kicks him right in the chest, the solar plexus, as Gorilla Monsoon loves to say. Oh, and another armbar. I think it's the the what they call it, the Fujiwara the Fujiwara armbar. Let's see where we are. Ah, we are 47 minutes into this. Nice. Doesn't even feel like that much time has passed. And we got a, a rear naked choco from Sasuke on Tataka. Frog, uh, another leap frog, bounce off the rope, oop, and a you know cartwheel into a splash or, or body press, but rather. <laughs> oh, drop kick to Taka.
this is a good match. I'm 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 in, I'm enjoying this pay per view a lot so far. You know, but like I said, you know, ECW, the shows that I was able to watch way back, they did not disappoint me. So, so I did. I remember I did used to watch when they were on TNN also, even though you know that didn't go so well for them. It it ended pretty poorly. Uh, oh, there we go. And I remember the other big grudge match on this pay-per-view was Taz or Sabu that they dubbed it the grudge match of the century. Yeah. I wonder what what entrance music that they that they're gonna have for both of them on here. I hope it's the actual theme songs that they had at the time because I don't remember if the if the songs that they had. You know, like, Survive If I Let You, if that was a, the theme song that Taz had at the time. Yeah. And the Hookah Blues, if Sabu had already had that yet. Huh. Uh, this is a... I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm enjoying this pay-per-view a lot so far. <laughs> Alright, right, Sasuke coming in with a, an elevated single leg crab. Onto, or not now it's a regular single leg crab onto Taka. Actually, not really ele regular. It's still an elevated one. Odin, he countered it with the, with an Insagiri. Oh, damn Taka. Yeah, like I said, these Japanese wrestlers, when, when they hit you, they're, they're trying to kill you. You know, I know it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but now that they they love to re really slap and punch each other, yeah, it's it's a, it's a wonder you know a lot more of them didn't die in the ring like with with the way they hurt each other. Oh, oof, double face buster. Oh shit! Oh, they got him in a. Ooh, they had him in. Up by the legs, and Taka comes in with the kick right to the face. Like, boom. And then he just, Taka just flipped off the other team. Haha. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're doing the, the, the BWO posing. Oh, this is fun. I, I love this. This is fun. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, should I shave? Because I feel like I need to shave. Because uh, I have people that love me with a beard and others who think I look better clean shaven. <sighs> they know who they are. They're probably not watching this, but they know who they are. <laughs> this match is going a lot longer than I thought it would. Oh. Oh, oof. Tornado DDT, nice. I feel, I feel like they don't have enough people doing the Tornado DDTs anymore. Ooh, Brain Buster. Ouch. And it looked like he really dropped him on his head. Oh, a kick out. Mm. 
See, like, I'm afraid of the Brainbusters, the Brainbuster move, because they're, they're being pretty much, they're basically being dumped on their heads intentionally, and that has so much potential for it to go bad. You know, they could, they could either break their neck or they can get a, concu a severe concussion, and yeah. Ah, damn, this guy still kicked out of all that shit? Jesus. Ooh, se a second rope sent on. Should I do with with the hair as well? Uh, I'm told I'm, I've had I have people that tell me that I should grow it out more, and other than that, I should keep it shorter. <laughs> I know none of you give a shit about any of that, but just you know, <sighs> try to find something to say because you know, I'm 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 left speechless by by what I'm seeing here. Oh, spike pile driver! Those are always fun. Oof. That's another move that, you know, oh, has so much potential to go so bad. Oh. Ah, the triple power bomb before the shield ever did that. Damn, Sasuke's. You know, he, he looks like he's a little out of it now. Because he'd been just laying dead on the on the apron for now. Oh, ah, they fucked it up. And there's the fans, the, the the famous "you fucked up" chance. Oh, and then he gets a oh. And he reversed it into a Horikamana and almost got a pinfall for the win. Ah, damn, this match is going. Oh shit! Cartwheel into an into an elbow. Uh oh! Oh, he's gonna do the springboard. Oof! And he lands in the audience. Yeah, I saw springboard. I saw moonsault into the into the audience. Even though the guy his target. Oh, yeah, an atomic drop off the top rope. Never seen that before. Yeah, these these Japanese wrestlers are innovative. Oh, and there's Taka, his signature leap to the top rope, and then dives outside. And then the other guy from the the team with the green, I don't remember what his name is. And he's coming in trying to win it for his team. Oh, yeah, second rope uh, salt and, and, and a kick out. And trying so hard to, to win this match for his... For his team to defeat the Japanese BWO. Oof. Oh, no. Ah, Tornado DDT, and that looked like it hurt. Spiked his head right onto the mat. Oh, he's going for a choke slam. Ooh. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ, this match. Ooh, that's a, that's a good power slam. 
Kind of reminded me of a, of a Ron Simmons power slam. He, 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 he had some pretty powerful power slams. Oh, an Irish whip to the corner. And, ooh, drop kick to the face. Rolled out of it. And, ah, uh, flying DDT off the top rope. Or second rope, rather. To, Jesus, still a kick out. God. Powerbomb. Nice. Going up to the top row, but Sasuke to stop Dick to go, because there's no go for a Dick to go. I don't know who kind are off the top rope. And is is this the green guy gonna be the one to get the pin for this? Because can't really tell. And Sasuke has a steel chair. He's gonna ah, there he goes with the other guy. Oh, I guess that's not gonna be the the end of the match there. Oh, oh shit, the suicide dive, or tope suicida, as Marwanalo and, uh, uh, what's-his-face, uh, uh, shit, I can't remember, I can't remember his name now. The one from, from, from AEW, god, I can't remember his name, god damn it, shit. Ah, uh, it'll, it'll come to me. Eventually, uh, Excalibur. God damn, how can I? Ah, God damn, this match is still going. Talk of the, the Mishinoku driver, and oh, we got, and we got it interrupted, and then tried to get it, do a dive off the top rope, got kicked right in the chest. Asai moonsault. Still, God damn. <laughs> Ooh, damn, that powerbomb looked bad. Oh, dragon suplex. Finally, the pinfall. God damn. God damn it, Sasuke. <laughs> wow. Oh, just like, oh, I just realized one of the shirts in the audience, the front guy, front row, on the back of the shirt, it says, who gives a fuck? <laughs> that is awesome. I love that. I wonder what the front of the shirt says. But I just love that. The back of the shirt says, who gives a fuck? That's a, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good match. Oh. Oh, they're, 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 they're still fighting. They, st they still want to fight, even though the match is over. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! There they go. They're 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 brawling right now. <laughs> Man, they're getting a standing ovation from the fans. You know the ECW faithful. They they love their their Japanese wrestling, especially.
Yeah, they got a some promo with Stevie Richards right now. And it sounds the music in the background sounds like the BWO music. But I'll you know, I guess I'll hear it when when he comes out for the match later. So I know there's at least three more matches on here that I know of. The three way dance, the ECW World Title, Taz and Sabu. And BWO theme. That's another great wrestling theme. Yeah, that's it's called literally called BWO theme by the Swamp Candles. I think is the name of the band. Hey, if I ever learn how to play guitar the right way, I want to learn how to play that song. A lot. Of, there's a lot. A lot of wrestling songs that I would love to learn how to play. The BWO theme. The NWO theme, Stone Cold, Triple H's theme songs, any number, whichever one you want to pick. You know, My Time, Game, King of Kings, Line in the Sand. You know, the DX music. Yeah. And Stevie Richards, he's, an, he's another one that, that I, over time, I've grown to have a lot of love and respect for him. No, it's actually... Uh, Doing, when I was doing yoga a few days ago, I was checking out his uh, uh his beginner beginner video that he has on his YouTube channel for DDP yoga, and 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 I felt it after doing that one. It was a thirty minute video. I felt it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm not doing it as often as I should because you know you see, I got still got that shit going. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, DDP yoga does wonders. Yeah. Mm. Um, and with all this quarantine, you know, staying at home stuff, I should I should be doing more of that, right? Yeah, it's all about motivation, though. If not feeling motivated, then you're not gonna do it. That's how it is. Cause I remember the the. Workout commercial that's like, oh, the number one reason people don't exercise is because of time. Like, no, no, the number one reason is motivation, because if you had if you had motivation, you'll make the time. I don't know. I wish I don't know. I always wanted my hair to grow. Like, see, like the way Stevie Richards' hair was here, it's kind of curly ish, and it's long, like down to his shoulders. I've always wanted my hair to grow that way, but I know it can never do that. And there's Blue Meanie in the back, in the back behind him, talking to the camera. Yeah, Funk, Sandman, Stevie. Winner faces Raven for world title tonight. And Terry Funk is awesome too. Yeah, I, I don't know what my favorite match of his would be. I think 
I think honestly, I think probably the my favorite match of Terry Funk's would be the I Quit match that he had with Ric Flair for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Let's see what match this is. Oh, it's a world television title. Here comes Shane Douglas. The franchise. Shane Douglas. I don't remember what his ECW theme song was because it's, it's an obvious overdub right now. Yeah, there's the, the, the t TV title. Like I said, look just looking just like the Winged Eagle WWF title. And then there's Francine. Like I said, she's lovely. And the couple of interactions I've had with her on Twitter. I have no idea who he, who he, who he fights here because, like I said. I only know about select handful of matches that are on here. And we got a promo from Shane Douglas talking about they're on pay-per-view because of him. And he's talking about, you know, that he called out the pussies from the other organizations and they haven't shown up. And because, you know, they're not stupid, that's why. Hmm. Yeah, now they're showing, you know, all, all, all the footage of him taking care of the one of the pit bulls, Gary Wolf. Yeah, and because he had broken his neck. Way back, and yeah. Yeah, there he is. And now they're showing the footage of when, you know, Gary Wolf, when he still had the Halo thing, screwed into him and. Chain, you know, he threw him to the floor, which was probably the dumbest thing, you know, Gary Wolf did because he looked, because that thing hurts, it hurts. Hmm. 
And now they're playing more of the generic, you know, music. Alright, it's the pit bull number two. I don't remember what his name was. Still playing the music while he's beating him while he's beating up Shane. Oh, they finally. Oh, they're still playing it. Why is it still playing? Turn it off. I'm pretty sure they didn't actually play the his actual theme song that long. Oh, they finally stopped it. See how this match goes, because I did. Yeah, I should have remembered that this is one of the matches that happened on here. Oh, side headlock. Oh, yeah, a wrestling move. Surprising. And that's the other thing I always remember about the ECW referees. They count very fast. When they count the three out, it gets lit. It's not, it's, it's. Yeah. Whereas like other companies, it's. Yeah. But not ECW, they always count the pimple. They, they go for the cover and it's. <laughs> I don't know if that was like a thing from Paul Heyman or, or whatever the, the deal was. Yeah, surprising. This is, this is a has been a very this has been a, a technical wrestling match so far. Like a wrestling wrestling match, you know, a lot of, you know, side headlocks and uh, front face locks. Uh, I keep burping up the Saturday night's dinner tacos uh, that I made for I made that for dinner. I keep burping it up. Yeah, but I've always believed if you're burping it up, because you ate well. And now I'm eating this while I'm watching ECW. ECW, ECW. See, Shane Douglas... He's another one that I could see being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, but it's all in what he accepted, you know? Because even though he's been interviewed for some stuff on, for WWE, just because of how his bitter feelings for how his run as Dean Douglas went, I don't, I don't know if he would accept uh, an invitation to be into the WWE, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. But you never know. I mean, they inducted Jeff Jarrett two years ago, so who knows? 
And he had some ill feelings towards them for a while. He was inducted, and he's a producer now, too. You know, so many wrestlers that talk shit about WWE and they're in the Hall of Fame. Brett talks shit, he's in the Hall of Fame. Kurt Angle talks shit, he's in the Hall of Fame. And he's also a producer as well. You know, Hogan talks shit, he's in the Hall of Fame. Piper talks shit, he's in the Hall of Fame. Huh. And Ronda Rousey's talk talking shit, but I you know, personally think that she's doing it to maintain her, her heel heat. So for 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 when she eventually makes her WWE return, you know, after all the COVID nineteen stuff, you know, passes, which should be fairly soon from a lot of stuff I've heard, which you know, I'm sure you're anyone who's watching this is tired of hearing about COVID nineteen, coronavirus, and pandemics, and you know all that stuff. I'm tired of hearing about it too, but that's the world we are in right now. from Shane McMahon nope <laughs> Douglas Douglas god damn what's wrong with me oh, I know what's wrong with me I'm recording this at 3am that's right it's 3am right now Easter Sunday morning yeah because who cares about sleep oh shit yeah, Pitbull 2 went for a power bomb Shane Burst into a Hurricane Rana over the top rope, and they both went tumbling to the cement floor. And cement floors hurt. I've been dropped on cement floors before. It's not fun. And no, it wasn't when I was wrestling my brothers. <laughs> no. No. As, as, as hardcore as we used to get with each other, we never dumped each other on concrete. No. We weren't that, we weren't that stupid when we, when we did our wrestling. I mean, we were stupid, but we weren't that stupid. Ooh, power pile driver. <sighs> I mean, I do remember reading that Pitbull number two was ECW television champion, but I don't remember if he won it here. Because I think at some point both of the Pitbulls was a, were tele, was television champion. I just don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember if he won it here from Shane, or if it was before or after this. No. Oh yeah, the ECW fans with their chance of she's got herpes directed at Francine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she's got herpes. She's got herpes. Yeah. Yeah, ECRB fans, they 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 would chant some fucked up shit to to these people. <laughs> uh, vertical suplex 
uh, standing vertical stalled su st vertical suplex from Shane Douglas holding Pitbull 2 up in the air for an extended amount of time. And he's got him in a version of a camel clutch. And now he's got the full camel clutch on him now. Yeah. Not as good as Iron Sheik's camel clutch. Yeah, put him in the camel clutch. Make your humble, break your back, fuck your ass. <laughs> well, what Shane Douglas has been up to? No, I don't keep too up to date too much on a lot of what happens, what's happening with a lot of these wrestlers from way back. Cause I don't know if he's still wrestling or if he's retired and. Enjoying his life while he can, you know, so he, you know, w without having to deal with constant injuries and aches and pains like a lot of p people do. Oh, close that. It's a good match. Mm, I just fancy. to the table. Shit. Fall away slam. He picked him up. That was cool. He picked him up, went right up to the ropes, flipped him over, and he crashed right into the table. I know a lot of fans, they think that those tables are cheap and they break easily, but my brother has a piece of one of the broken tables from One Night Stand 2005. That shit is stiff, and the it's actually this thick. This thick. See that? That's that thick. And, and, I, and I've you know, knocked on it. It's hard. It's a hard table. You know, so those things aren't. They're not. They're not. I don't. I imagine they're not fun to to go through. And plus, you know, sometimes those tables don't break. So. And right, there's Gary Wolf getting a few a few licks in. Oh, he just hopped the rail and he's getting more than a few licks in on. And then there there's, uh, Shane Douglas's riot squad that he had. Had to accompany him to the ring, trying to get get Pitbull number one Gary Wolf off of Shane. And there's Francine concerned for for the man that she, whose career she is, you know, the manager of. And and Pitbull too's got a steel chair. He's going in the ring. Well, not steel chair. He's got a Steel guardrail, holy shit. And he just launched it right into the ring like it was nothing. Mm, that dude is strong. Oh, he's, and he's he got it standing up now, too. You know, he's got it standing upright. So who knows what he's going to try to do to Shane. Oh, he's gonna drop him on on the drop his. Oh, he's he was about to drop him dick first. Oh no, Shane Douglas. Oof. Tried to drop him onto the guardrail, but the guardrail fell over. That sucked. 
Um, headbutt right to the balls. And Shane Douglas just dumped it. Pitbull numero, numero dos onto the outside. Oh, and he took the piece of the, he took the guardrail. He's gonna dump it right, oof, right onto him. And goddamn that looked and sounded like it hurt. Well, yeah, I know. Well, obviously I'm not supposed to touch my face or my eyes, but you know, like I said, I have an itch. I have to. I can't. I can't ignore it. Hey, seriously. Have you tried ignoring having an itch, an itch on your face? It's not easy. I've had conversations with my mom about this a lot, or with all this stuff, you know, telling you, oh, don't touch your face, don't touch your mouth, don't touch your nose, don't touch your eyes. You know, you have an itch, you scratch it. And so like, you know, say you can't touch your face, how am, I, how am I supposed to eat then? Do I have to go so that I don't touch my fingers on my face? You know, if I'm eating with a fork, I have to go like that. You know, I'm ranting, I'm ranting on a lot of stupid shit on this, on this video, I'm sorry. Hey, who knows, you might enjoy it, because I've got a lot of people that tune in from a WrestleMania watch along, so who knows. Fans are right behind Pitbull Numero Dos, which I have no idea what his name is. Like I said, it's, I just know him as Pitbull Number Two. I only know Gary Wolf because at one night stand when they did the you know in memoriam you know, montage, he introduced himself. This is the Pitbull Gary Wolf. Up and he's having his Hulk up moment. He's about to fuck shit up. Boom, boom. Oof. Irish wish Irish whip rather and a knee to the gut. And the fans chanting in, she's a whore. <sighs> Such loving and endearing people. the top rope. Pitbull numero dos, as I'm going to keep calling him because I don't know why. I just like saying it. Oh, Shane knocked him off of the rope and he's going to... Shane's going to dive off the top rope now. Uh, oof! A drop kick. And yeah, Francine trying to will her man on. Fix some of the hem on my shirt right now, because when I sit down, it sometimes rides up. 
There we go. That's better. <sighs> this is a very slow-paced, dramatic kind of match, but I'm enjoying it. I am. Um, it makes me wish, you know, that I could have watched these old pay-per-views when they happened back then, you know, 22 years ago. Yeah, I could have heard the actual theme songs that these wrestlers were coming out to. I have no idea what Shane McMahon's theme song uh, Keep saying Shane McMahon. Stop. Shane Douglas' theme song was. Yeah, I know the Dudleys, their theme song was apparently Highway to Hell by AZDC, which, great song. Francine just handed some Santa Shane Douglas looked like some brass knuckles, which it's not actual brass knuckles, I'm sure. But then again it was EC it was ECW, so if it was brass knuckles, they probably used real ones. piece of table and broke that over his head too. <laughs> Alright, and he kicked out. Shit. Um, he's got a steel chair now. Ooh. Got him right on the shoulder. Is he gonna kick out? And he kicked out of that too. Huh. Oh, and she, she, he, he has the bell. Ooh. Yeah, he kicked out of that too. God damn, what's gonna take him down? Mm, broke another piece of the table over his head. Oh, he kicked out of that. He, yeah, this he he is taking a beating now. Oh, he's gotten back up. He's having another Hulk up moment. Every muscular wrestler has their Hulk up moment. And speaking of Hulk up, supposedly I was reading something that supposedly Billy Graham was up for the role of Thunderlips from Rocky Three before it eventually went to Hulk Hogan. I don't know how true that is, but I was reading it earlier this week, so. Or earlier last week, rather. They actually, in fact, I think I was actually reading it Friday night while I was watching SmackDown. Which either way, you know, it's a fa fascinating little deep, little little thing to learn if it if it was indeed the truth. You know, Shane Douglas is, you know, loosening up his his boot, so we'll see how this how this goes. Oh, 
He's got him up for a pub handle slam. One, two. Oh, kick out. This is a long match. Longer than the that six-man Japanese match. Uh, he was he, he was looking for a chain that was that was in his booth. That's why he was playing around there. Uh, but Pitbull got it. He's gonna get him. And boom! Oh, that's Candido. He he came out because remember he was part of the triple threat with Shane Douglas and Bam Bam Bigelow. <clears throat> oh, he's still kicking out. Shane cannot put him down. You cannot put this dog down. Belly to belly suplex. Overhead. I only finally got the pinfall. One, two, three. Yeah, with the belly to belly overhead suplex. Or is it overhead belly to belly suplex? And Candido's trying to throw the streamers into the ring to celebrate. And here comes Ravishing. And here comes Rick Rude. Ravishing Rick Rude. And it's Brian Lee, aka the fake Undertaker. Or under faker. Yeah. Fucking love Rick Rude. You're the man. Faker uh, ch and Chains from from the, the Disciples of Apocalypse stable that debuted later on this year. Uh, and Rick Rude. This is funny that he he was he was part of ECW, WWF, and WCW all in the same year. He's he's part of ECW here. Came back to WWF later to be the insurance policy of Shawn Michaels. And then when the Montreal Screwjob happened, Screwjob happened. He showed up on Nitro the week after. <laughs> uh, well, that's because he was loyal to Bret Hart. You know, that Bret Hart was his friend. So, 
he jumped ship with him when the shit went down. You know? And it's when he made history by showing up on Raw and Nitro the same night. Oh, we got a Raven promo right now. Yeah, Raven. I wonder what the generic music is going to be for him unless they use his WWF theme to, as the overdub. I remember he had, he had Smells Like Teen Spirit as his theme song for a while. But more famously, he had come out and play from By the Offspring as his theme song on, on ECW and on the indie scene. See, he's another one that I've said that I can do a co easy cosplay of him. Because I got the jacket. I would just need a, a, a curly wig that resembles his hair. And then one of his t-shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees. You know, or the you know Punisher t-shirt that I have. I can use that too. You know, get some good you know black Doc Martin boots and wear the ripped up you know jean shorts. And maybe get a replica of the ECW title for emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Taz. With Fonzie. Bill Alfonso. I guess that's the match that's coming up next. Suplex machine. He's another one that I would love to meet and have a conversation with, you know, because he was he was he was another one that was one of my favorites. Plus, he's a Mets fan, so I, so I would have fun with that too. Yeah. And now they're showing a highlight of Taz choking people out with the Taz mission, the Katahajime submission hold. Yeah, RVD, uh, Two Cold Scorpio, Bam Bam Bigelow. Ah, right, Chris Jericho's there too. Yeah, Mr. Le Champion himself. And the 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 longest reigning AEW World Champion, the oldest AEW World Champion. <laughs>
Yeah, Tad's was the man back then. I mean, he's still cool now, but when he was. See if they what music. Because if it doesn't sound like an overdub, then I'll be glad. Alright, so they're playing the actual music, not an overdub. That's good. Because before he had the Survivor Filet, he had the the Harry Slash and the Slash Stones version, like instrumental version of the War Machine by Kiss, where the only thing in the song you hear Taz just go, "I don't need a weapon, my hands are my weapons." Because surprising to actually hear that song on here, because it's one of the rare ECW theme songs. Yes, Abu just just showed up. He didn't wait for his entrance. Yeah, found it. Is Taz with one Z. Sabu, he's another one that's kind of a, a sick fuck when it comes to, to stuff that he did. But not as sick as New Jack. New Jack is a sick motherfucker that I'm surprised is not serving life in prison. Because with Sabu, his, love, his, his sickness stayed in the ring. New Jack is just a fucked up human being. Because New Jack has literally tried to murder people in the ring. You know, mass transit... Vic, Vic Grimes, not Vic Grimes, uh, I think, yeah, Vic Grimes is the name, right? Something like that, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, Vic Grimes is the name, yeah. And then the other wrestler down in Florida that he tried, that he literally stabbed in the middle of the ring and almost killed him. He did serve a, a little bit of, a little bit of jail time there, or prison time, rather. But the guy dropped the charges because he wanted to take he wanted to take it on the road as a wrestling angle, which just that guy's just as fucking stupid. Yeah, 
mean, Sabu never tried to murder anybody as sick as he was when in the ring. Huh? Now let's see how this match goes. Oh, Taz go going for the Taz mission already. Uh, but Sabu's fighting out of it. Uh, he's got him with an armbar. Yeah, apparently he's the only person to ever block Taz from, from locking in the Taz mission. So that's cool. Yeah, the Taz. The he had such a great debut at the Royal Rumble in two thousand when he came to WWF, and it's just after that, it's just you know they they didn't follow it up, follow up on it like they should have. You know he he could have been one of the biggest in ring stars in in the WWE, but they just yeah. You know, it's 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 a shame. It really is. You know it's hey. I covered Royal Rumble a couple months ago. Well, actually, three months ago. If you haven't checked that one out, here on the channel in the archives. And Taz has a has an ankle lock submission on on Sabu. Oh, and so this is starting out like a, like a wrestling match so far. So we'll see how how long that lasts. Taz sitting on Sabu's back and doing cro hitting him with cross face punches right now. Oh, he's got the leg scissor on him as well. I'll get a refill once this match ends. Man, Sabu's bleeding right now already. Shit. Yeah, was, was that hard way punching? Because that that he's because hasn't hasn't been any weapons yet. Yeah, he's broke his nose. He's bleeding from the nose. Hmm. I'm guessing that's from the thing from from Taz. Dropkick to Taz's knee. You know, we'll, like I said, let's see how this match goes because it started out pretty like a basic. Ooh, you know, slingshot, you know, leg thing from from Sabu. Oh, and baseball slide to Taz. Mm, and now they're now they're gonna fight in the crowd. We'll see how this goes. Come on. Or is he gonna? Or is Sabu's going? Oh, he's he he he's got the chair. He's gonna do, he's gonna do a, a, a one of his signature moves, a leap, and there he goes right into the crowd. Hell yeah, yeah, because that's what that's what we pay to see when we when we see Sabu, to dive off the jump, leap off the chair, and dive into the crowd. dub. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, this is this is a fun pay per view. I'm having I'm having a good time. <laughs> you know, for 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 this being the first time I'm watching this pay per view, I'm having a good time here. Oh, I love the shirt that the one guy has. It's like it's a Hard Rock Cafe, uh, you know, kind of spoof, uh, but it says Hardcore Cafe ECW. Again, they showed uh, one of the the guys that usually in the front row at the at the WWE shows with the the you know yeah that yeah they they did like a little thing for him on on WWE's YouTube about how he had he had attended every single WrestleMania since WrestleMania one except this year obviously which that sucks. Yeah, because yeah, and he, he showed all the ticket stops from WrestleMania 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. Whew. I'm sure, he's, he, I'm sure he had the tickets for 36, just didn't get to attend it, but he still has the ticket. He can say he had, he had tickets for all the WrestleManias at least. Ooh. Sabu landed right on the guardrail and that hurt. And clothesline over the guardrail from Taz. <clears throat> Damn, he's really bleeding from that from his nose. That is bad. Um, I've never had a broken nose, but I've but I've heard that if you when if you break your nose, it's hard to breathe <laughs> after a while. I remember when Seth Rollins broke. John Cena's nose, how fucked up that looked. And he still continued that match. Like, geez, you know, can't breathe through your nose if you break it. Especially the way he had his nose broken. And that's that's it for the popcorn. Because remember, Cena's nose was like from here to here. <laughs> oh, and Taz with a with another like rear naked choke kind of hold. You know, set, set, grapevine on the leg. And arm under his under his chin. That's a cool submission. Hey, Fozzie, get out of the way. Damn it, Fozzie. There we go. Better a better camera view. Man, Taz's outfit like I know his because his colors were orange and black, but this outfit looks more red than orange. Unless it maybe it is actually red. Cause I can't really tell. I can't really see because. Might be my eyes playing with me because his his boots have have orange on them. Damn his his Sabu's nose is covered in blood, and it looks like it's bruising up already. So, yeah, that's bad. And Sabu with his his sparkly, his spark his little little sparkly green genie pants that he always wore. Not not that they were always green, but just his 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 genie pants. With the with the with the wraparound belt. Ooh, Inzaghiri from Sabu to Taz. <clears throat> Ooh, Arabian. Uh, like like a variation of the Arabian face buster, but not really. You know, well, Joey Styles called it a, a somersault leg drop. Which essentially is just a front flipping leg drop, but he did it off the second rope. Hmm. You see, Sabu was another one that I think sh should be in the WWE Hall of Fame and Taz. So many, so many people on. Ooh, throwing the chair to Taz's face. Yeah, so many wrestlers on this show that should be in the Hall of Fame. 
you know, Taz, Sabu, RVD, Lance Storm, you know, Shane Douglas, Chris Candido, uh, uh, Raven, he should be in the Hall of Fame as well. I, I, I definitely think that. Oof, here we go. Huh? Ah, dropped him face first on the chair. Ouch. Yeah, I'm gonna think about it, you know, for the rest. Yeah, Saturn should be in the Hall of Fame. RVD, Lance Storm, Shane Douglas, Taz, Sabu, uh, Sandman, Raven. Yeah, all of them should be in the Hall of Fame. They'll get it eventually. You know, it's just how many of them would accept would accept it if WWE called them up. Like are they like a someone that I was chatting with back and forth on YouTube. You know, let's talk about the Steiner brothers. You know, if WWE wanted to induct the Steiner brothers, that would be great. But would Scott accept it? Because he he has some very ill feelings towards WWE. <laughs> I'm really I'm I'm loving this pay per view seriously for for this being their first ever primetime three hour pay per view it's a great show this is a great show yeah yeah and I can't wait can't wait to watch more of these ECW pay per views because the only ECW pay per views that I've actually watched uh, was a Living Dangerously 2000 that one ordered live on pay per view and then of course the first One Night Stand show because those are the only ones that were still ECW. Oh yeah, and uh, December to December of 2006, which, yeah, we don't talk about that pay-per-view. And maybe eventually I'll revisit that one for this, and I'll do a watch-along for that. Because I don't remember anything from that pay-per-view except Hardys versus Eminem, and then the Extreme Elimination Chamber match, and, you know, how, sh how shit went down for Paul Heyman afterwards, where he got sent home. Sabu. Uh, anyone that's you know checking this out, you know, listen to uh, the Sabu song that that the band Cushionator recorded because they're they're the ones that did RVD's uh, TNA theme song, the whole fucking show. Yeah. And the the Sabu, you know, song that they did, it's it's basically just them shouting out Sabu for a few for a few you know verses. And then just naming a bunch of his his moves, it's you know which is pretty much what the RVD song is also that they just you know Van Terminator, Van Terminator, Van Cushionator, Van Assassinator. Oh, fuck. Oh, here comes Saz with a suplex. Ooh, yeah, didn't get it, but here he comes. Ooh, trying to go for the DDT, it gets thrown through the table by Taz. And Fonzie's taunting Sabu, he's like, hey, come on, baby, come on, Taz, come on, Sabu. <laughs> uh, Fonzie's a funny guy.
And he used to be, he was a referee in the, for the WWF in the early 90s. So when I, I used to have the, the Steel Cage match DVD, the two-disc DVD that they released in 2003. And they had a Steel Cage match with Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Fonzie was the referee for that one. Ah, punching. You know, back and forth with the fist between between these guys. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm curious to know how old Taz, Sabu is. Because Taz, I know he's in his 50s now. Yeah, or should be, at least. Sabu, I have no idea. Because, uh, I mean, just who knows. And because he, he has not aged well at all. You know, you know all the shit that he's put his body through for his career. You know, he, he, he has not aged well. Oof. That's a kick to the skull. Uh, an uppercut. Uh, I see, yeah, it's the lighting. The lighting makes the, it's making Taz's outfit look red, but not, it's, it's, it's orange. Yeah. Uh, got Taz on the top rope. He's going to get him with the Hurricanrana. There you go. Sabu, oh shit! Man, that was a that was a far leap. Went two thirds across the ring for a leg drop. Holy shit! And he and he landed it perfectly. Huh? You know, I'm I'm gonna I wanna start going through like the older ECW shows from starting from 1993 when it became Extreme Championship Wrestling. Well, I mean, it officially became Extreme. Championship Wrestling in '94, you know, start starting from the NWA World Ta World Title Tournament with Shane when Shane Douglas threw the belt on the ground. But you know, the ECW as we remember it started in in uh, 1993 when Todd Gordon handed the, all all the booking duties to Mr. Paul E. Hmm. Oof. Tazplex. Right onto Sabu's head. <sighs> and he's picking him up for another suplex. And another. There you go. And that one's a headlock, Tazplex. Mm. Taz did have some good suplexes. Oh, and he's going for the Taz mission now. Oh, and he, oh he's fighting out of it. Sabu's fighting out of it. Got him with a t with a T-bone. Oh, oh shit! Sabu got Taz Taz mission. Oh fuck! Oh, side suplex. That's how you belly to back tasplex is what is what it's called. 
T-bone to Asplex. And he's going for the transmission now. And he's got him with the with the with the grapevine scissors now. Does he tap out? Does he tap out? Or does he pass out? Alright, one, two, and three, yeah. Yeah, he, he passed out, you know, and they do the one, two, three. Yeah, that's what happened with Sabu. Yeah, some of the fans don't look look upset with that result. Which, man, hey, he, he, Sabu Sabu doesn't does, is not a quitter. He doesn't tap out. He doesn't give up. He passes out because he doesn't quit. Yeah, although technically he kind of did when he, you know, the story when he got fired by Paul Heyman, you know, live on the show because he went to to Japan instead of going for the show ECW show that he was booked for. But yeah, back then, a lot of these wrestlers, they, they, you know, made their, most of their money, you know, with the Jap, with the Japan tours, so. And Sabu's back up, and Taz has a mic. Let's see. I've never, see what the, what he says now, see if we can. Come on, speak. Sabu. Was that me? Alright, I think he choked him out. Okay. And he's showing him respect and offering to shake his hand. And uh, someone in the crowd said something and Taz got mad and said, you know, they say this isn't bullshit and just sit down and shut the hell up. And they're shaking hands for a sign of respect. Sabu was lifting Taz's hand to so like, hey, he was the better man tonight. Uh, I wonder if they're good friends in real life, because cause, you know, I know like in the early years at least, they, they didn't get along so well. But, you know, at least in the, the Forever Hardcore documentary, you know, Sabu, you know, showed, showed respect for, for Taz. RVD just showed up and decided to, to attack Taz, and Taz, he does not look happy. Yeah. 
and he's on fire. And this is when him and RVD and Sabu teamed up. And is this, is this when Fonzie joins them too? Because he's just standing there not, not really doing anything. Yeah, they're just fucking up Taz right now. That's pretty cool. So this is how they became, you know, a tag team. By, by beating the shit out of Taz. And they got another table set up outside, so they're going to put Taz through the table. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Oh. And, yeah. Splash through the table. And there's Fonzie, like I said, because he's not really doing much of anything, so... And Sabu got the Taz mission on Taz again. Yeah, that's when Fonzie joined them, yeah. Haha. <laughs> yeah. And now the fans are not happy he sold out. Homie <laughs> yeah, Fonzie was better with RVD and Sabu anyway. <laughs> He's mad at Taz because he had all his money on, on Sabu and he cost some money. And a fan looked like they just tossed their chair in the ring. shit out of RVD but a year later they're he, he's he's the greatest of all time in their eyes because the the his his streak as the television champion 
Ah, he just made the comment working Mondays. You know, Monday Night Raw, obviously. And I saw someone wearing a Green Lantern shirt at the audience. So, so that's, that's cool. Yeah, Green Lantern. <laughs> oh. I love that the swearing is uncensored. That's good. Yeah, like the, the Broken Skull Sessions, they have the uncensored versions. Except Kane, which I understand because he's a politician now. They gotta be careful with that. Yeah, and they're doing a replay now of all this shit that happened in that match. Uh, but yeah, it's much better when it's uncensored. And that's why I like the Rise and Fall ECW documentary, because that one's uncensored completely. Even on the network, so... Yeah. Let's see, we are. Alright, we're just over. We're at 2.05 right now. Two, two hours, five minutes. Uh, this is gonna be a longer than my WrestleMania watch along that I did. Let's see, it is gonna be 4 o'clock in five minutes, so yeah. I'm staying up. <laughs> uh, but I don't mind it. I did the same thing yesterday. Stayed up until 5 a.m. And went to, finally went to sleep at around 5. Woke up at And he's introducing Tommy Dreamer as his, his gonna be be the color analyst for for this for this match. Oh, and there's Beulah. Hello. And Tom Hatt. He say fucking W. <sighs> yeah, Beulah. She was in, she was in peak condition here, <laughs> as best as I can put it. Now it's the three-way dance followed by the world championship match against Raven. And all right, they showed they had they showed a lot of the highlights from this one on the Beyond the Mat documentary because they were following ECW's first pay-per-view plus following Terry Funk specifically. And let's hear the music now. See what the, what music they have for Stevie and for Terry because I know for I already know for Sandman they got the the dub generic you know, inner Sandman sound alike. Alright, they got the actual BWO music, nice. Yeah, big Stevie cool. Oh, and they got the other guy that's supposed, supposed to be like like six pock but on the back of his jacket it says seven eleven. <laughs> and they got they got they got another person in there that's supposed to be like Dennis Rodman. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. And there's there's Nova, Hollywood Nova. And 
the blue guy. Say hello to the blue guy. BWO, BWO, Big Stevie Cool, the blue guy, and Hollywood Nova, and 7-Eleven. And there, now they're playing the, the generic Enter Sandman instrumental, because, again, they don't have the licensing for Enter Sandman, but they should, because like I've said enough times on here, they have a good relationship with Metallica, so they should be able to get to, to they should be allowed to use the song on here, because his... Sandman's entrance doesn't work without Enter Sandman. That's just how it is. Yeah. And I know everybody who is watching this or listening to it will agree with me. You know, whether you're watching it here on YouTube or if you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcast or, or Cacao Radio Public or Breaker, you know. Sandman. I mean, there he goes. Yeah, because I'll say they're, they're playing the music, but where is he? Hmm. <sighs> yeah, I want to get some of his shirts too that they have on pro wrestling tees that that are that res at least resemble his his old EC original ECW t-shirts that he used to have. <laughs> Drank real beers because he was always drunk for real. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't drink he didn't drink prop you know beer, you know artificial beer or light beer. He drank hard beer. He was drinking he was drinking an actual Budweiser right there, and he cuts his his head open when he does that because he's hardcore. Smoking a cigarette too can't do that anymore. And you can't you can't smoke cigarettes indoors unless it's your own home, and even then, there's they have laws against that too. Which, I mean, if it's your own home, then why? And so many of the people sitting front row that were at the, you know, ECW One Night Stand in 2005 also, the one that they call the Hat Guy and the one that they said the Grateful Dead Guy, uh. Sandman with his the Zubaz pants that were so popular with wrestlers way back. Yeah, drink another Bud, another Bud Wiser. <laughs> Some cute women in the audience too. You know, I'm sure they're much, much older now. Obviously, they're and they they might not look quite as cute. Not judging, just saying. Yeah. 
an ECW show way back. Uh, obviously, I was not old enough. Uh, when this show happened, I was only 10 years old. You know, now I'm 33. Going to be 34 in another... See, May, June, July, August, September. Eight months. Well, eight months and... By the time this goes up, eight months and ten days. <laughs> and there it goes again, a third Budweiser. Like I said, it's generic, you know, instrumental of Enter Sandman. It's it's not a bad instrumental. And they got some whatever the fuck kind of music for Terry Funk. Yeah, I don't know what his ECW theme was. And yeah, yeah cause I remember from the Beyond the Mat, way, way back in the audience on, see, because the entrance was right here, the ring is there, way back on this side was his, was uh, Terry's wife and daughters. Like I said, for this one, I already knew who who wins the matches, and then who wins the who wins the three way dance, and then who beats who 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 wins with against Raven and the because yeah he you know Raven lost. Uh, spoilers in case anybody you know cares about that shit. <laughs> yeah, but if you cared about spoilers, you wouldn't be watching this or listening to it rather. Yeah. And, but hey, if you saw the Beyond the Mat documentary, you already know how this ends as well. And Sandman's offering Terry a beer, and Terry says, nope, not tonight. <laughs> and that's his third beer. And he spit the beer in Stevie's face and hits himself again with the can.
There's Tommy Dreamer as a guest commentator. And Tommy's still going. He's wrestling with Impact Wrestling. Now, I was just watching this week's episode uh, earlier Saturday afternoon. And they got a, a, a triple headlock almost. Definitely gonna go straight to bed after this one. <laughs> Shit, I got five percent remaining on this. Let me plug it in. Oh shit! Lots and lots of chops. Yeah, you're all enjoying shot at my. Look at my gray shirt that I'm wearing. And punches. Lots of punches. There we go. Charger. So, you get to enjoy me some more. Oh, there we go. Ah. Spinning toe hold. The sig signature funk maneuver. From Terry, Dory, and Dory Jr. Oof. Elbow drops onto, onto Funker. Uh. Boom. And, and the difference between a three-way dance and a triple threat, three-way dance is elimination. In case anyone was wondering. Eh. <laughs> eh. Uh, even though, like I said, like, I already know who wins the match. Like, like, does it take away from the experience? I don't think so. Because knowing how it ends, to me, it's like then you then you want to know how do we get there? You know. You know, like I like that, like like it, like, like even with, like with, with certain movies, if somebody t spoils the ending for me, first I'll be pissed at them for spoiling it for me, and then two, I'll be thinking, well, how did we get to that point? You know, so you know that's what it is. I'm, I, I don't, I want to, you know, look, see how we get to the point of how this match ends. And Sandman, he's coming out. Oh, he's coming out with a ladder now. He. Walked out for a little bit and oof, tossed that ladder and went right on t Terry Funk's head, and it looked like it hurt. And he, he he looks dead in the ring now. <sighs> and oof, Sandman dropping the ladder onto Stevie now, and Terry's you know back from the dead, coming get trying to get back up now. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like the kind of ladders WWE uses. This is like a, a generic hard hardware store ladder, you know, with with the with the plastic flap on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tommy Dreamer is another one that's you know that I've ha had a few interactions with on 
on social media. He's 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 cool. You know, I've, you know, you know, had a little back and forth with him on Twitter, on on Instagram. He's cool. I love him. And because I got posted a time hop uh, of like a feel like a couple months ago where I was quoting something that he said on one of the ECW documentaries, and I tagged him on it, and then he responded saying it's true. Because it was it was something I think the the quote that I the quote I used was um, muscles muscles tear and rip but fat absorbs and that's why Tommy Dreamer's still here. Oof and moves off from Terry Funk off the ladder, barely got any of it. He didn't get any of it, but it, you know Stevie's still selling it. Oh, and here comes Sandman with the ladder. And boom, right onto Stevie. Ouch. Poor Stevie. Had so many neck and back issues in his career. That's why he does yoga. <laughs> easy dub, easy dub, easy dub, easy dub. <laughs> like I said, I wish I could have gone to these ECW shows and be part of that crowd. Because they used to do the shows in the Elks Lodge in Queens and the shows at the Manhattan Center. Would've been so cool to do. I was asked with the black guy, the one that's supposed to be like the the Dennis Rodman. It was T Thomas the Inchworm Rodman. <laughs> that's funny. It's kind of funny though, cause like it's cause yeah, the the, the triple threat is Stevie Richards, Sam, and Terry Funk. You know, by WWE you know standards or logic, you know how fans would you know would would look at it. Stevie Richards doesn't belong in there, but in the world of ECW, him being in the match makes sense. You know, cause if it was still WWE, they would have. They would have Sandman, they would have Terry Funk, and then they would have like another main event level guy, you know, because even for ECW, Stevie was still a mid-card guy at most. You know, not saying he didn't deserve a main event spot in ECW, just even at this time, being in a, in a, in a main event match, he was still just a mid-card guy. You know? But the, the, as the, the ECW faithful loved him. Yeah. And like I said, I grew to love and respect him as well. So, you know, it all it's all good. It all works out. <sighs> yeah, it's such a flimsy looking ladder. But like I said, you know, because most wrestling fans were used to the heavy duty ladders. Uh, that we see on uh, WWE and AEW now, but yeah, yeah this one's just a generic, you know, little flimsy one-sided ladder. Like I said, with the plastic flap that comes out from on the other side, and the top of it is plastic. Oh, and here comes yeah, Terry Fox is doing the 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 spin, but with the boom.
Yeah, the, the famous airplane spin with the ladder. Oh, Terry Funk, the, the madman, but we love him. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be I'll be sad when he eventually passes away. I mean, because it's coming. He's the the man is in his is in, is in his seventies. So, I mean, he was fifty three here, and this is twenty two years ago. So he's 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 seventy five now, at least. Yeah, it's like he so he he's getting there. He's seventy five, so and everything he's put his body through in his career, he's he, he's, it's gonna happen eventually. But you know, still, it, it it'll be sad. Like I'll I'll be sad for him. Like like when Harley Race died last year. Yeah, why am I talking about this? I shouldn't be saying this stuff. Boom. Uh, even Terry Funk had better hair than I do, but even back then, with the, with the long curly hair. Uh, Stevie's going for the super kick or Stevie kick. Oh, he's going for it! Ah, oh, he nailed Sandman. One, two. Ah, oh, and Sandman kicks out. Shit. Oh, he's. Winding up to get it on Terry. Boom! Ah, and Terry kicks out as well. Yeah, but again, I already know how this goes. How this ends. I already know who, who does what. Oof. And Stevie's on the outside. Salmon dumps the ladder onto Stevie. <laughs> And Sandman just dumped Stevie over the guardrail, so boom, fist to the head. Ah, fist to Terry, trying to follow them out there. Sandman does the a diving seesaw with the ladder, uh, nailing Sneeton or Sandman did the yeah, seesaw with the ladder, nailing Stevie in the face. That's you know another signature move from the Sandman, and and boom, steel chair right on the Sandman's face, and a steel chair to Stevie's face by Terry Funk, and another chair to Stevie. Ouch. Ah. <laughs> uh. I would love to meet Terry Funk. Uh, the crazy old bastard that he is. <laughs> and Sandman went to get some more stuff, apparently. He went behind the curtain to get some more toys, as they would say. Alright, he's coming out with a trash can now. And there, Terry Funk with a spinning vertical suplex. And he's gonna launch the trash can. Boom! Oh. 
and landed right on Stevie's, I'm sorry, not Stevie, on Terry's head, and Terry, feeling loopy, he crawls, goes over for the cover on, on Stevie Richards, so, yeah. Assisted vertical suplex to Stevie Richards onto the trash can that's wrapped in a sheet of steel. So it's double the, the pain. <laughs> uh, I've been hit with a trash can before. Not like the way that they do here, but I've, you know, like the re regular metal trash can. I've, I've been hit by them, you know, by accident. They hurt. Not fun. They hurt. Yeah, but again, it was by accident. I was not meant to be hit by it. It just happened. Oof. That's Terry trying to loosen the trash can out from the metal sheet. Nailing Stevie with it. And Sandman has the ladder again. So we'll see what he does here. Are you going to dump it onto Stevie Richards again? Are you going to do the, the, the rolling rock? There we go. And Stevie kicks out. Jeez. I forgot how long Stevie lasted in this match. Yeah. And Sam may go in again for another seesaw move. And boom. Oh, and it lands right on somebody's head in the audience, I'm sure, the way that ladder flew. Yeah, because everyone in the crowd is like, holy shit, did he just knock out a fan? And the fans, okay, they're chanting ECW, ECW. Oof. And then Terry throws the chair at Sandman. And, yeah, Stevie kicks out again. Jesus, Stevie. And Terry and Sandman, yeah, about to fight again. And there's Todd Gordon running around the ring because they, they need to go home in a few minutes. And they just eliminated Stevie. Stevie's finally out. Yeah, but they got to hurry up and, and end this this one because they, they got a, a few minutes left. Yeah, there's Todd. Yeah, Todd Gordon out there, letting them know, like, hey, you guys gotta hurry up and get and end this because, you know, we only got like X amount of minutes left on the generator before the feed cuts out. Yeah. That's. Let me see. It's just after four twenty. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Let's see. We get we're at two thirty-two right now, so 
Yes, that means we got just about 10 minutes left on here. On Sandman's pulling out some barbed wire wrapped in the streamers. Stevie hits Sandman with the with the sheet of metal that was on the on the the bar on the trash can, and poof, got the shirt over Sandman's head, punching him right square in the face. And it's a long string of barbed wire that's wrapped in the the streamers that fans were launching in the ring for the Japanese wrestlers earlier. Oof. Ah, and he, he's whipping Sandman with the barbed wire, and they got stuck in his skin. Hey. Man, Todd Gordon is still out there. You know, it's like, hey, come on, guys, you gotta hurry this up. Ah, Sandman is wrapping, him, is wrapping himself up in the barbed wire because he's a, a sick bastard. And boom! Body splash into to Terry with the barbed wire. Oh, another body splash. Oh, now he's going for the rolling rock. Oof. And Stevie's still out there, even though he's eliminated. Oof. And Terry got the trash can over Sandman's head, and he's punching them now. Ooh, Stevie got the super kick, or Stevie kick, rather, onto Sandman. And Terry's going to the top rope for for the moon, for another moonsault. Ugh. Yeah, and he pins pins Sandman. He wins this, and here comes Raven with a generic track as well for his entrance music. Doesn't sound so bad though. Nice. He's he's wearing a cult T-shirt. That's cool. And like I said, with with Raven, he's he's another easy cosplay that I could do. Just need a need some you know Black Doc Martens and oh, a, a a decent a, a decent looking wig and maybe you know the tape for the fists and that'll pull it off. And either a Raven T-shirt or just my Punisher T-shirt. And oh, damn, Terry's. Body's all cut up from that barbed wire. Yikes. Oof. Mm. Uh. Oof. Mm. I really like that. I really love that cult shirt that 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 Raven is wearing. 
Wait, Raven, Raven always had the, the awesome shirts. And Terry's bleeding now from the forehead, not just on, on his body. I wonder if, if Raven still has all those shirts that he wore. Yeah, because he's wearing the cult shirt. He had the, the Sandman, like the comic book character Sandman t-shirt. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, he, he had a lot of comic book shirts. And fans are chanting for Tommy because they want him to come in and save Terry. And he's he's saying that I can't I can't he has to do it by himself because because he loves Terry so much he respects him so much he doesn't want to he doesn't want to take this away from him. There you go, punching him, punching, 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 punching. And Terry doing the wild punches that he's always did. <laughs> and Raven setting up a t table on the outside of the ring. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the, the doctor out there trying to help Terry. Come on, it's ECW. He, you coming out there trying to bandage up one of the wrestlers in the middle of the match? The fans are gonna kill you. Yeah. Oof. And that the table has a broken leg, so Raven is not gonna use that one. Because one of the prongs on the leg is broken on that table, so Raven needs another one. And laying Terry on that table, he's gonna go in the ring and do a dive over the top rope. And he flies and boom, right through the table. And again, those tables, they hurt. They, they are not soft. Those things are as solid as the wood right here. Yeah. Boom. And Raven just punched out the, the, the doctor. Whether or not he was a real doctor, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not an expert on who they hired for these things to, to make them, yeah. Uh. Who's this chick? Reggie Bennett, I think is what he said. She's... She looks nice, huh? Hello. Yeah, the fans are all looking up at Tommy, hoping he's gonna come and do something.
And you know, he was just taunting Tommy. Oh, here he goes. Tommy took the headset off. Oh, he's wearing a Clockwork Orange shirt. That is awesome. Oh, there's Big Dick Dudley right behind him. Oof. And Joey saw like, hey, Big Dick Dudley's back out of jail. <laughs> and Raven just DDT'd the referee. Dick Dick's gonna choke slam Tommy off the off the platform where where they're doing the commentary, and ooh, and Tommy just low blowed him and he's gonna choke slam Big Dick Dudley. Hey, come on, Tommy! Oh, right through the tables! Hell yeah! ECW, 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 ECW. Oh, this is fucking awesome! <laughs> I am having I am having a good time. Can you tell? <laughs> Wow, yeah, I can't. Yeah, this is so much fun. I I love ECW. I miss I miss ECW. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, I don't want them to bring it back because they'll ruin it just like they did when they brought it back in two thousand six. And Terry, I'm oh, sorry, Tommy's coming down. Oof, and he just threw the trash can at Tommy. And Tommy's in the ring. He's he's, he's nailing him. And boom! The DDT. There you go, one, two, three, and new ECW World Champion, Terry Funk. Terry Funk. And Tommy and Terry are celebrating in the audience now with the ECW faithful celebrating his his historic victory, the oldest at that time ECW champion. Uh, well, I'll just say he is the oldest ECW champion because Vince was the WWE CW champion at 50. Let's see, no, it was 60 something. Dude. He was 61, I think. He was 61 when he won the WWE CW title. So, yeah, that one. But that one, we don't, we don't count that because that was WWE CW. We are talking about the real ECW. <sighs> All right. That was fun. That was a fun one. 
I love this. Like I said, it's the first time that I watched this pay-per-view, and I had a lot of fun with it. And I can't wait to do it with more ECW pay-per-views going forward. Uh, and I hope you guys had fun with me as well. Because, uh, you can't go wrong with ECW. But, um, and I guess that's going to do it for this edition of Classic Wrestling Pay-Per-Views. I hope you all enjoyed it with me. Um, and... And then I'll have another one of these next month for, it's going to be In Your House, Beware of Dog, 1996. Uh, and that's going to be a fun one. So, you know, hope you all will enjoy that one as well. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that one as another as a watch along as well. I probably will. I mean, it was a, it, it, In Your House, but the In Your House pay-per-views were shorter than the regular, you know, big five pay-per-views at the time. So I might I might do a watch along for that one as well, but I'm not gonna do them for all the pay-per-views because, you know, I don't know how many of these I can do, you know, because most of these because when I do these podcasts I record them late at night. Like right now, it is four thirty-five, so I'm gonna get ready to go to bed because you know I've been I've been at this for me see it's you know two hours forty-six minutes, you know that's a long time. So, uh, but yeah. Hope you all had fun with this, and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Radio Public, Breaker. Um, check out the Minutized Podcast store for shirts and stickers and whatever else they fucking have in there. That's going to be in the, in the description. Uh, my Follow me, or sorry, yeah, follow me on Twitter at IamFositude. Follow me on tw- uh, Instagram and Vero at Fositude. Uh, um, support me on Patreon for $1 a month. If you want to, um, if not, it's whatever. Uh, check out my previous classic wrestling pay per views and my worst to best and retro film reviews and other podcasts and movie reviews. And you know, hope you all are still staying safe and staying healthy during this crazy time. And taking care of each other. Make sure your fridge and freezers are fully stocked. Uh, you know. Wearing your masks wherever you are, if you have to, if you're, if it's a mandate for you, gloves. Make sure everything is. Continue washing your hands. Um, and again, thank you all so much for watching, listening, for subscribing. I love and appreciate every single one of you who do. And again, stay safe, stay healthy, stay clean, take care of yourselves and your loved ones. And this has been Classic Wrestling Vapor Fuse from the Men of Tides Podcast. I am Julian. And I will see you all next time. Bye-bye.